Counting calories is out. Weight loss is an internal game, what I like to call weight release, and it all starts from within. You're listening to Confidence From Within, a podcast for women ready to feel good about their bodies, rediscover their confidence, and share their brilliance with the world. I am your host, Juliana Lehman, mind-body weight release expert and lifelong health seeker. And I am so pleased to have you here. Let's get started. You're listening to episode number 152 of Confidence From Within podcast. And as always, I am your host, Juliana Lehman. And today we're going to be talking about the biggest obstacle to releasing emotional weight. And I'm also going to qualify to you what I mean by emotional weight so you can see if that is something that you are actually dealing with. But before we jump right into this super juicy episode, if you have gotten anything from this podcast, either big or small, I would love, love your support by leaving us a review, which really helps other people, other women find the show. So if you're listening on Spotify, you can go to the very top and just click on the little stars and give us a rating. And if you listen to the show and any other device, please go to naturallyjoyous.ca slash review. And we made it super simple for you to leave us a review in your preferred podcast player. We really appreciate you. All right. So let's get started by defining how do you know if you're experiencing emotional weight? And one of the ways that I like to sort of define this category of weight struggles is very much if the reason why you feel stuck has to do with unprocessed emotions or if during very stressful, difficult times, you go for food or drinks or treats of any sort to help soothe your emotions. But also, if you have this pattern or tendency to get through the day and you're doing great for breakfast, lunch, you know, a lot of women do great, like a smoothie in the morning, they do a low-carb breakfast or lunch, but the problem becomes either dinner time or right after dinner, that late night. And what I see often is that need to have the, the drink or the treat to relax, to decompress. It's almost the only way to actually get into a relaxation after having a very difficult, stressful, or just exhausting day. Almost like the treat opens this door. It's almost like this key. Uh, and all those habits keeps you stuck. Because even if you have the best possible intentions, when it gets hard, and for most of us, it's not if, but more so when, and our emotions get the best of us, we go back to those habits, it derails the progress. But also I feel that the real behind the scenes reason that I have identified over all these years working with women in this type of journey is that you may say you want to release the weight, to have all the intentions, you invest in the program or diet or meal plan, whatever it is you're trying to do, but you keep self-sabotaging or hitting all those limiting beliefs because deep down, there's a part of you, a big part of you in your mind that actually doesn't want it because it doesn't want to release the cravings, the treats, the whatever, the foods or the drinks, because it is used as such a successful strategy to help you modulate your emotions. 
So the truth is, if you identify with any of these criteria, there's a big part that it's probably the biggest obstacle holding you back. Reason why you can just get so far, hit a plateau, or you know, life derails you with stress or the busyness of everyday life, and you get back to the drawing board. And the problem with this type of cycle, one, it's a little bit of that yo-yo pattern, right? So there's some physiological concerns there. But the real big reason I see that's a little bit of a challenge for this type of approach is that it is so easy to blame ourselves because we feel we invested the money, we organized and we clean our pantry and we bought the healthy food and we just for some reason know what to do but can't stick to it. And if you feel this way, I, I feel your pain and I've been in your shoes and I see women go through this on a regular basis. It is very common if you are in this type of um, emotional struggles or weight struggles. So I wanted to, first of all, give you the certainty that you're definitely not alone and there's nothing to blame yourself. But at the same time, I want to give you the clarity what is actually going on so you can come into this for your next attempt and later today or tomorrow with a clear, more balanced, more neutral perspective. So here it is. If you resonate with the things that I just mentioned to help you qualify if emotional weight is something that you may be dealing with, this big hidden obstacle behind the scenes, it is because there's parts of you, either for a lot of women starting early, early into childhood, that foods and drinks are coping mechanisms. And it is a strategy that one is easily accessible because most people can just go to a grocery store, liquid store, and just get whatever supplies. Two, it is a strategy that is quick and efficient, right? You can eat or drink multiple times a day. So anytime it's, it's there, it's something you can count on. And it's relatively easy because you just buy the ice cream, you just buy the bottle of wine. So I'm just saying that to tell you that the reason why it is so easy to go back to that as a strategy is because one, it works, and two, we probably use them most of your life. And opening doors to how we feel and process our feelings and emotions may seem a little foreign to you and in some cases even very scary. And a lot of times the, the choosing and the strategies we do what we're comfortable with. For a lot of women, control, especially of our emotions, even if that means suppressing joy and happiness, it still feels safer than opening this Pandora box to feeling your emotions and processing how you feel and all the good stuff. So, and I understand that and I really relate to that. I'm a very logical person. And for me, my capacity to feel my feelings, and this is something much newer in my journey, in my evolution. But at the beginning, that was really scary to me because I couldn't tangibly understand how to do so. And yes, it is part of the big picture, but I wanted to give you some, you know, initial steps to help you get unstuck and at least you can see the progress. So I do believe that step one is really accepting that the food, the drinks, the treats, whatever you use is just a strategy. Your mind knows that it will make you feel better. Therefore, the craving will come anytime that you feel discomfort. Step one, accepting and realizing that. The second step is knowing that you can make a different choice and still get the same outcome. And I think that is where, you know, for me, it was like magical. It's like, wow, there are other roads to feeling better. But even more so, if I get even more 
intentional there. Feeling the discomfort discomfort is not bad, is not a problem. I think we live in a society that we're all so programmed to avoid pain and go towards pleasure that we live in this fantasy that life should only be flowers with no thorns. But if you look at a rose and you touch it, it's gonna be prickly. Like it is both. It is beautiful and also painful if you just grab it without looking. And I do that all the time because I have one in my front door and every now and then I just gotta, you know, stab myself with the thorns. But anyways, but I think it is important to understand that this fantasy of having all this support without challenges, and I'm not saying that challenges in the sense that things have to be hard, but more so in the sense that everything is neutral and it is our perspectives and it is our stories and associations and beliefs that creates either a nightmare or a fantasy. So there's a lot to sort of dissect there, but what I will say is our second step is to know that there are different roads that leads to the same relaxation at the end of the day, re- leads to you feeling good and balanced about your day. And that is a big, big part of the work I do. And I decided to do this work by using our logical minds first and foremost, because that is where I'm best at. And that's what a lot of my clients, the women that get attracted to me are more comfortable with. The feelings come later, but I feel that there, if you can find a way to calm the mind by equilibrating the mind and neutralizing your thoughts and helping you see the perfection of the universe by seeing that every positive has equal negatives, every negative has equal positives. It just calms down what I call this little purple minion voice, this mind chatter, so that it actually gives me space to then understand what am I actually feeling? Because I have such a quick, witty mind that's just so ready to create stories, excuses, and get whatever resolution that I found that for me, if my perspectives are not balanced, I find it was very difficult for me to go deeper into my heart. But if all I'm doing is living from my mind and my clouded perspectives, and I'm not living reality in the present moment. So it's kind of like this incremental step-by-step journey. So step one is remembering that the cravings, the treats, whatever, their strategy of the mind, nothing to blame yourself for. You use it because it works, but you want to create a different story. Step two, there are different ways without having to go to the food and the drinks to actually get the same resolution of feeling better. And one of my preferred ways is by balancing our perspectives. And step three, and I'll give you those three for now, and of course, I can go deeper, and I do that often inside my coaching containers and programs. But for now, what I would say that the step three that I like to talk about is that your craving has a hidden agenda. It is either providing you with something or helping you escape something that you don't want to do, feel, believe, see. You're either avoiding something or you're getting something out of it. And that was the story for me when I was trying to release alcohol for many, many attempts that I, you know, wanted to, a deep part of me actually didn't. So I had this force and this counter force fighting each other. And I had to be very clear what was the alcohol doing for me and what were the drawbacks for me. And only when my perception of what it was costing me 
became bigger than what I thought I was gaining from it and also dissolving a little bit of the hidden agendas of what I thought I was gaining from it, that I was able to release it now about 14 months completely from my life without much of a thought at all. Even when I'm around it in the presence of other people drinking my favorite bottle of wine, it actually doesn't tickle me anymore, which is pretty remarkable compared to what I've tried before. So balancing your perspective, yes, it's important, but also understanding what you're gaining out of that craving, that treat. So if this is something that it resonates with you and you believe that you do have emotional weight that you're ready to release by understanding what is actually going on and untangling this complex ball of yarn that is your mind, I would love, love, love to help you. All you have to do, if you just want to learn more and understand what is available to you, I have a few different options, but the best way to get started is by going to naturallyjoyous.ca slash call, and you can book a time either with myself or somebody on my team to hear you, see what you're looking for, and really being able to help you find what is the perfect next step, the best next step for you on your release journey so you can get to the results you want and to be able to look in the mirror and truly love what you see because your body is an incredible, magical, <laughs> mysterious piece of machinery. And once you love to, when you learn to love and appreciate it for what it is, you can have this beautiful relationship with your body as you age, feeling in control of your health, your choices, and being very intentional about the things you eat and drink because you're doing it from a different place. And that is truly, truly what I hope to inspire you to do and go towards. So if you want to chat with us, go to naturallyjoyous.ca slash call and I will chat with you again next time. Thank you so much for listening to Confidence From Within. If you enjoyed this episode, take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram at naturally.joyous and I will be sure to tag you back. I would also love for you to leave us a review on iTunes so you can help us support our show. Stay healthy and happy and until next time.